Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living So Bum. Busy Living So Bum. Busy Living Sober. Hi. It's episode 220. 220. Woo! 220. 220. Woo! And we're talking about steps eight and nine. You did that well. I'm going to read the steps. Okay, eight. Step eight. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Made a list. That's what you do with number eight. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about eight first. I'm not even going to read nine yet. Okay. You're going to do it one at a time. That's how we roll here at Busy Living Summer. Gotcha. <laughs> what do you think about step eight? Well, since you read it out of the big book, when you actually get the step eight in the big book, it says you already made this list when you did your fourth step so you already have the list <laughs> so that's pretty simple so you're gonna have to write one and uh <clears throat> and, th- and then it's sort of seems to like sort of assume that you'd be uh willing to make amends to them all if you read the uh the uh, 12 and 12 the 12 steps and 12 traditions it has a lot more than one sentence on step eight it has an entire chapter on step eight and it really talks a lot about the list and it talks about in there, it talks about people having sort of breaking their list up into three different parts. Um, the one part is people I'm willing to make amends to. The other part is people I might make amends to someday. And the last part is people I'll never make amends to no matter what. Um, and it seems to use that as a way to get people started instead of like the big book thing where you have to be ready to make amends to all of them or you can't even go on to step nine so you can at least get rolling with it and then it goes on to say that once you start going through this process of step nine you'll revisit your three different sub lists in your list and eventually everybody will be on the list of people that you want to make amends to so that's my understanding of step eight in the literature of alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> but what was it like for you well it was like for me with my first sponsor was we had the list and we looked at it and we talked about it and um and honestly i was on step eight for a little while because i had to be willing to make amends to every single person on that list before i could get started just like it does in the big book that was that was your first sponsor that was my first sponsor so So how did that go over oh went over well because then i got procrastinate for quite a while how many years how many years of procrastination yeah i think it was wasn't years it was probably three months okay before i finally was like okay i need to get i need to get going forward and um you know so that was my experience the first time around with that list and since i did it that way the first time around I've done the steps a few more times, but it's just never been an issue because I've never had a list of people. I'm like, yes, they're on my list. No, I will never make amends to them. Really? Right. And you might ask why. Well, I am. I'm sitting here. And if you're watching me on YouTube, watching us on YouTube, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what type of person would be on your list, do you think, if you were to think that you, you didn't have this, but if you were to have that? What type of person would be on your amends list? What type of person? No, what type of person would be on the list do you think 
would be someone that you wouldn't want to make amends to? Um, I would. Well, I can tell you that, you know, the, some of the people I got hung up with where um you don't have to be you don't have to tell us the exact name i'm not giving any names okay because we're not allowed to do that it's anonymous right so uh, he can't tell you who it is but right. you can give us a little but it was uh it was you know a few people that i was like convinced that whatever i did to them they did something way worse than me and that if anybody's owed an amends it's it, you. Should, it should be me and my part in it was small and their part in it was big and all that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of person that would be on that list. And you didn't have anybody on that list. Well, I, I had to get past that point because I wasn't allowed to have that list the first time around. I had to be willing to make amends to them all before I could make amends to any of them. Now, what just being willing is like the big thing. If there's a lot of willingness in, in, in these steps, isn't there? There's a lot. It's from the very beginning. It's right. and that's willing, it. And it willing, willing, right. willing. So here's the thing about step eight that people always get confused about. All I have to do in step eight is be willing. I don't have to do anything else. Like, because the rest of it is step nine. It's a whole different step. Okay. So let's keep talking about being willing. Mm -hmm. We've talked about another podcast a lot. Sure. Willing is a great word. It is a great word. I always like to want, I, I don't know if I've done this. I don't think I looked it up last time, and, but I think it's a good thing to do. It's always fun to Okay, look you up. look that up and then I'll give you my spiel when you're done. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look up the word willing mm -hmm. and um, we'll look up willing. Willingness, the quality or state of being prepared to do something, readiness, the ability and willingness of workers to migrate. Okay. Okay. Then we have, I'm trying to find, here's Miriam, here's Miriam Webster. Synonyms, anonyms, um, willingness is having a desire to willingness is what did I just say? There was no desire in there. There was no desire. It was just willingness. It was just being ready to do something. That's it's all. the quality of state of being prepared to do something. So in the madness, it's a so willingness. So does that mean that you're prepared for, let's say, a tsunami or you're prepared for, let's say, a hurricane? That's willingness? That's preparedness. Okay. Okay. Willingness is, is that you're prepared or ready to do something. You know, you're not going to do a tsunami. You're not going to do a hurricane, right? You're going to do something. And the thing about it is, is that you just have to be prepared to do it. You don't have to want to do it. You don't have to like to do it. You don't have to, you don't have to do any of that. You just have to do it. You have to be prepared to do it. That's all, whether you like to do it or Does not. That, so you have to be willing to get prepared if there's a hurricane coming your way. Okay. I, you're really <laughs> under the hurricane thing. It, you're really, <laughs> I think you're bringing up a different all right, I'm just okay. Okay. Because it's not about being prepared. <laughs> okay. okay. It's not about like but when you're when, it's not about loading up the house with food. <laughs> it's about just being ready to do something. Okay. So I have to be willing to get out of bed when my alarm clock goes off, whether I want to or not. Right. I don't want to get up. I'm tired, but guess what? The alarm clock went off. I gotta get out. Okay. And then I come downstairs and I'm like. 
I don't feel like taking the trash out, but it has to go out. So I'm going to take it out. Trash is my favorite thing. You know that. <laughs> Mine is hurricane. Because trash does not take itself out. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't matter. Do you matter. like trash? I really don't. <laughs> but my point is, it does. I don't have to want to do it. I don't have to like doing it. It's just something that I have to be, that I have to be ready to do. That's it. You know, so that's all there is to it. I just have to say, you know what? I don't like that person. I wish I didn't have to talk to them. Um, I don't want to talk to them. I'd rather do anything in the world to talk to them, but I'll talk to them. I'm willing to do it. That's it's, it. It's hard to get that willing, isn't it? Well, you have to be brought to your knees to want to be willing to change, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all part of it. So you just have to be, and that's what the, that's what the, the real learning lesson was, was, you know, we're not saying go out and do it. We're just saying, yes, I'll do it. Whether I want to or not, doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it. You said to be willing. That's it. That's all there is to it. Just willing. You don't have to overthink it. Just be willing. So that's step eight for you. That's it. There's no, the, you already made the list according to the big book. So, but what happens if you were told to like burn your list after you write it out? Well, that sponsor probably should have read ahead a couple steps first before they told you to do that. Well, do you think you could make another list of the people that were on there and then burn the rest of the, your fifth step and then just keep the list on a separate piece of paper? Sure. You can do whatever you want. I think that might be nice. You do whatever your sponsor tells you to do. Right, mm -hmm. right. Do whatever your sponsor tells you to do and just write a list coming down of all the people. How many people were on your list? First time around? Um, probably, I'm going to, I. it's been so long, I don't remember, but I would say probably 40. 40? Right. That's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It seemed like a lot. But then I did it another time with another sponsor and, you know, the list had to have every person that I ever met in my life on it. That was a long list, but I had to be willing to make amends them all. Like most of them, I will don't even remember them and I'll never see them again. But if I do, and here's, and here's, this is a true story. Okay. I love if I stories. do, I love the story because I'm willing to do it. If the opportunity arises, I'll do it. So for instance, <clears throat> I was in my house. Okay. Wait, 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 I want to back up because now we're talking about nine, right? Right. That's, we haven't gotten tonight. Okay. So we, we're going to switch over now. We can go so back and forth a little bit. We'll go back and forth, but let's just go because now we're going to nine just because here's a story for nine. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read to you step nine now. It's a little longer. Oh, wait, you're just doing the short version. Made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so, would you injure them or others? So that's step nine. Right. Okay. So here you are, you have your list and you're willing to make amends and you're going to go make an amends to somebody. So here's my, this is my story. This is how it worked out. So I have this list of all these, of everybody I've ever met in my life. So 40 people long. No, this is the, this is the other story. This is the story of everyone I've ever met in my life. Okay. Which is like, I think I had, I, I had well over 1200 names on there of that I could remember of people that I met. <laughs> and, and I had to be willing to make amends to them all. And then that was fine. So I was willing to do it. So I'm in my house and I'm minding my own business and I'm having a problem with my direct TV. 
So direct TV mm-hmm. all, all comes back to TV. <laughs> so I called direct was TV. Was there a hurricane coming that you needed to watch TV? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had to throw my hurricane in. So I called direct TV and they send a direct TV repairman out. And this man walks into my house and he says, are you JF? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I'm so-and-so. Do you remember me? We used to work together at such and such a place. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do remember you. And I just have to tell you that I'm really sorry about the way I treated you when we worked together. And, you know, I've changed. I'm sober now and, and I'm a different person. I really am. Um, but I'm really, I really am sorry about the way I treated you. It was, it was not nice. Um, and I, you know, I sincerely hope you'll accept that from me. And he said, oh, you weren't that bad. You were okay. You were fine. But that was the willingness to be able to do what I had to do. So when I saw who this guy was and realized that he was one of the 1,200 names on my list, you know, I had to make an amends with the guy. And I did. And he fixed my direct TV. I never had a problem with it again. It was very nice. And isn't that interesting? So wasn't it scary? Well, no, because I had, was willing to do it. So it was fine. So the opportunity presented itself. I never would have tracked this guy down on my own. That was never the idea behind the 1,200 names on the list was to What was the idea, do you think? All. What do you think the idea of that was? <clears throat> um, it was a method of of going through the big book and doing the steps, which I, I wanted to try to see what it was like. And I, I probably wouldn't do it again. And I probably wouldn't recommend it to anybody because it was just a little too rote for me. But what they, what the theory behind it was, it was that since you're an alcoholic, anyone you ever met in your life from the second you were born, you have a resentment towards and they have to be on your resentment list. That was their theory. Mm. Now it did turn out that, um, you know, I had not been nice to this person when we worked together. And, uh, so I was glad I had the opportunity to, you know, make the amends. I guess, do you think that if you hadn't put that person down on the list, it would have even occurred to you when they came in the house? Would you, even- I, 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 I don't even know if they were on the list because the, really the point was, was that. I just had to be willing to make amends to anybody and the opportunity presented itself. So I, I, I took that opportunity. But you said you wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't do that method again, but I, just because it's kind of crazy that to think that I, you know, people that I met when I was six months old, I have a resentment towards, I, I think that's a bit of a stretch, but I like the idea as you know, as a person who's trying to be in recovery, that I, I'll be willing to make amends to anybody that I that I owe an amends to is really what it comes out to. That's the real thing, whether they're on the list or not. Because let's face it, I mean, I was a blackout drinker, right? So there's a lot of people that I don't remember. Like they might remember me, I don't remember them. And, uh, you know, but I'm sure that I probably owe that person an amends. I mean, I'm sure I do. So if that opportunity arises where I bump into somebody that says, hey, remember me? And I don't, 
you know, I still gives me the opportunity to. It's to interesting. So I, um, so I've done amends and I've done amends with people. Some people don't want to hear them. They're just like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm yeah, so good. Like lots of people are like that. For, I had a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Or it's okay. I totally got over it. One person was like, I don't even remember what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, really? I've been carrying around thinking that you were mad at me for this entire time. And the person was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, but I was willing to do it. And I really was excited to do it. And when the people aren't as excited to receive it as you are to give it, it's like, it can be a bummer a little bit. Yeah, I guess if you have an it's expectation. It's definitely is a deflation of your ego. I mean, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I've been carrying this around for this long and you don't even remember. And I remember it explicitly. And I too was a blackout drinker. So mm -hmm. I don't, there was a lot of stuff I don't remember. A lot of stuff I could not, like if you asked me to go, I don't remember when I was six months old. I barely remember when I was six years old. And to think back to all the people I'd met and, I don't even know if it would be 200 people that I can remember, even though I've been around, I don't know, there would probably be a lot of people I'd have to like bring out. Did you bring out resources to look? Did you like get out a, you didn't see like, I, you have to say the word because some people are only listening to this. No, I did not. I just, I had, I, I did it by the, the way that you did this was you're supposed to take an hour a day and write names down. And you're supposed to do it for I forget what it was seven days or ten days, some some time limit, and just remember names. And it's amazing how many names you can actually remember when you start thinking about it. Which is funny because I can't even remember somebody's name now five <laughs> minutes after I meet them. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, this is serious. It's just, and I know some people that are so excited when they get sober. I was so excited to tell everybody I was sober, and I was sorry, I was sorry, I was sorry, I was sorry. You know, there's a lot of people who think that too, you know, I just yeah. have to get out there and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But really, excuse me, everybody. Excuse me, excuse me. I didn't sleep well last night. So I have a little bit of a yawn, so excuse me. Um, a lot of people are excited for this step from the very beginning. Like it's the number one thing you want to do is you want to run out and say you're sorry. And it's, I think there's something to be said for that. There is, and... Uh... You know, my, my own experience with most people I've ever made amends to was like, you know, forget about somebody that was in number 944 on that list, but you know, the people that were, were closer to me, you know, for the most part were like, I get started and they'd say, I'm just, thank God you're not drinking anymore. You know, good for you. I'm really, I'm proud of you and I'm happy for you. And, uh, you know, what, you know, that stuff you did. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but it's okay. You know, you're okay. I forgive you and it's fine. And, um, and I think that the reason why you don't, I, what I believe anyway is the reason why we don't start making amends and apologizing right away. As soon as we come in when we really want to, is that <clears throat> I guarantee you, there are people, there were people in my life that I had, apologize to over and over again for this doing the same thing you know for a long time you know some people I worked with some people I was related to and um if I had 
been sober for a week or 10 days and said, guess what? I'm sober now, you know? And I'm sorry about all that shit I did. It'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Because This is a curse word one. Sorry, you, excuse our curse. Sorry about that. But they'd be like, I don't, you know, you're full of it. You've apologized before. You always do the same thing. You're going to just do it again. Blah, blah, blah. But it's a little bit different when I come to them and I have a little bit of time behind me and say, you know, I, I've been sober now for six months or nine months or whatever it is. And I, and the, the change is actually apparent in me, you know, that I am different and my demeanor has changed and they're more receptive to being like, okay, maybe this time he really means it when he says that he's different because the last 44 times he didn't mean it. What do you think about making amends to yourself? Well, that's always been <clears throat> supposedly the first person on the list. Right. They would say, you got to put yourself in there. You're supposed to be the first person on the list. And um, I believe that uh, that's a great idea. Um, but I also believe that, that that's a real process. You know, that's not like, oh, okay, I'm on the list. So let me sit down with myself next Tuesday at 10 o'clock. And, uh, you know, I'm going to make an amends to myself and I'll be, I'll be fine. Cause you know, it doesn't, it just doesn't really work that way. I think that's a process that takes some time, you know, it takes some time to, um, to be able to forgive yourself for a lot of the stuff that happened and, um, you know, takes a lot of humility and, and takes a lot of faith to be able to get there. So I don't think that happens like this. I think it's a great idea. You have to be on your list, but you have to be patient with yourself too. It's hard. Well, sure it is. It's really hard. It's really hard to make amends to yourself. Yeah, because the problem with yourself is like, you're always there. And wherever you go, there you are. It's like, I can't get away from this guy. It's me, you know? It is, it's the hardest one. And it's the one that I feel mm -hmm. like if you have a higher power, which we both do. And so you have this relationship with God and God forgave you. And I talk about this a lot in my meetings in the morning. Um, but it's like, God forgave me, but where do I get off? Not like I'm going to trump God in how um, right. holding this resentment and holding this grudge towards myself. That's why I say it takes, takes really. Oh, it takes a long time. It takes a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sitting here 14 years and it's something I'm working on all the time is having this forgiveness and this love for myself, which is very difficult. It's, it's hard sometimes. Cause that old tape still plays in your head after, I mean, I can say that after 14 years of continuous sobriety that can still, you know, rear its ugly head. It's like, I'm not good enough. Oh, no wonder you don't like me. Oh my gosh, this person's talking. I just like the craziness that we go through our head. And even with many, many like decades, it's a process. I can tell you for somebody who's known you eight of your 14 years of sobriety that you're, you know, much more comfortable with yourself person, way more comfortable self with your person with your now than you were eight years ago. I mean, it's night and day. And that's really what it comes down to, I think. It does. It takes so much time and it takes humility and it takes willingness, that willingness to go, you know what? God forgave me. Now I have to forgive myself and I'm going to be willing to do that today. And maybe I'm just going to do it for a minute and then I'm going to do it for another minute. 
And then I'm gonna do it for another minute. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna do it for another minute. I think that's where it all comes down to is like, I can only do this one minute at a time. One day at a time. And I think that writing for me and doing the gratitude thing, and I'm not going to talk about 10 yet because we're not there yet. That's next week, which is a mm-hmm. really great step. I can't wait to talk about step 10 next week. But um, step nine and making these amends and making amends to other people, making sure you make amends to yourself and really figuring out what you're making the amends for is really important. I think like really forgiving yourself for being an alcoholic. I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be an alcoholic. I think it comes down. You could have a million people in your family that don't have alcoholism. You could come, you could actually come from a family that doesn't have alcoholics. So you don't know where to, to, to find where you can find it. So it's not genetic. So you can't point it out as, oh, this is something that happened genetically for me where you and I can both do that. Mm-hmm. We know where we, where it got, where we got it. But if you don't know where that is, it's still having the humility to go, I am an alcoholic. And every time I drink, I get drunk. Or every time I have something happen, there's always drinking involved. And I think that doing that is, um, that's like a launching point is realizing like, that's why I have it. I think when we look and we keep searching and searching, searching for why, 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 it's, it's just, I think that becomes a, a sphere or something in your life. It just becomes a de- derailer. If you constantly have to go search for the wise, 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 instead mm-hmm. of going, it just is. And this is who I am. And I'm gonna love myself, all my bumps and warts and whatever that we all have. Cause we all have wrinkles. We all have different things in our lives. We have scars, we have, um, and the scars that seem like they're on the outside don't hurt as much as the ones that are on the inside, but realizing that all of that happened for a reason. And I have to forgive myself for whatever reason that was. And I have to really make amends to myself. And doing that, I think is like by writing a gratitude list of, um, to yourself, pointing out the good things that are in your life. Um, I actually am working a four step with some a sponsee and it's like, you have to put down the, what the positives are about you as well as the negatives. And I think that that's really imperative to put down, to be able to see on paper, you know what, I'm not such a bad person. Cause if we don't do that, I don't think we can ever be free. Like we can let other people, family members, everything else know that you're, you know, you, you said you were sorry and you're moving on, but until you really say you're sorry to yourself and accept where you are. And, um, I don't think you can, you can move forward. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I think you're probably right. You know, you kind of, you, a lot of people get stuck there. And, and it can take decades. It can take years. And I just, I think that it's important that we point out that it's, it doesn't, it might not happen overnight. Don't give up to the miracle happens and, um, really take the time if you can to just say, and I know it's crazy, but like mirror work really works for me. And it, um, Louise Hay was this woman that, that I think invented it or founded, or at least it, she named it mirror work where you, you know, you put post-it notes in your house and around your, wherever you live and you say, I am enough and I love myself and uh, it's, uh, it's all okay. 
Like I'm, I, I, I mean, I love Elizabeth is a big thing that I had to write around my house for a long time because I had these voices in my head that said, no, I wasn't good enough. No, I wasn't this. No, I wasn't that. And um, which kept me in that sense of like self-pity, self, you know, just yuckiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, for me, um, I think like a lot of people early on, I was like, I read a lot of books about alcoholism and I wanted to find out like more about it. And, and so it was fine. I did it. But, you know, what I really learned and uh, and where I really got it from was it's probably why like the ninth step is where it is, is, you know, back in 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 steps two and step three was, you know, was finding a higher power and uh, which as you always say, I like to call God and, um, you know, believing that it's God's world and that, you know, I need to have enough humility to understand that God made me. And that takes a while, right? Because I like to take credit for, for everything good or bad, but God made me and he made me just the way I am. And, um, and, and, and that's, I accept that. Like, I'm okay that I don't have to ask. I don't have to wonder about it anymore. You know, it's just, you know, like it is what it is. I am what I am. God made me and I'm, I'm, and God loves me and I'm good enough for him. I mean, he made me, so I have to be good enough for myself or then I'm, like you said, I'm trying to say, you know, I know more than God does. And the funny thing, I mean, the way I believe anyway, is like, you know, <clears throat> God knew everything that I was going to do and he knows everything I'm going to do in my life already like as soon as i was as soon as he made me he knew everything that i was going to do and he forgave me for it so i should be able to do that right so god made me an alcoholic and um i did a lot of things under the influence that um you know caused me a lot of trouble caused me a lot of a lot of pain um, but then I wasn't under the influence anymore. I haven't been for a long time, you know, and, and I don't do those things anymore. And I've come to understand that, you know, like the real JF is not JF under the influence. That's not, it's like those things that I did are not things that I would do. I just wouldn't do those. And, um, so I, it's not that I get a pass per se, but I've been able to like understand that I was suffering from a disease um, and that because of that, I, I did things that I wish I hadn't. And it's funny, I was just working with a guy this morning and we were talking about alcoholism and we related to diabetes. And I said, you know, the thing about diabetes is let's, if you have diabetes, you have to, you have to treat it every day, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't matter what treatment you do, you're always gonna have diabetes, you'll have it right up until you die. It's never gonna go away, but you can live with it just fine. You know, and people do, you don't even know they have diabetes. I'm sure there's plenty of people that know me that have no idea that I have a drinking, or I, you know, that I have a drinking problem. They still know, because they've never seen me drink. Um, and God willing, they never will. And I said, you know, nobody, but nobody sits around and talks about like, can you, you know, can you believe so-and-so that they have, you know, they eat donuts all the time and they have diabetes. Like, what's the matter with them? Like, you know, they just, people don't do that. 
you know, because they just accept that diabetes is a disease and it's a terrible disease and they wish you the best, you know, but you don't get the same break when you have addiction from a lot of people, you know, because they see that as a, a lack of willpower or whatever it is. And, um, and, and that's what causes for me anyway, I, I believe that's what causes so much of the pain because I buy into that. Right. I say, well, you know, if I hadn't drank so much, you know, if I had, could have had a little more self-control and I, and I, I completely forget that I have no self-control, you know, mm -hmm. none at all. And, uh, you know, constant reading for me of the doctor's opinion for a long time broke me of that and made me understand, like, I just had a disease and I was doing what sick people do. And I don't do that anymore. And I haven't done any of that for a long time. And God made me for some reason the way he did. So who am I to complain? Right. Right. So you accepted yourself for who you were. Exactly. And that's the key. But it didn't happen overnight. Like you said, yeah. it was a process. That's why I say it's a, making amends to yourself as a process. I wish I could have made that appointment next Tuesday at 10. <laughs> it would have been a lot easier. It would have been a lot easier. Uh-huh. Well, if you're out there and you're thinking about this or pondering this and um give yourself a break. Um, you know, treat yourself with kid gloves, meaning very nicely. And um it's um the freedom you get from doing these two steps, I have to say, is really amazing. Oh yeah, I, I just want to interject one thing. It's like the, you know. Don't, when you get there, don't hesitate because the, you know, the beauty of it is, is that you get so much freedom from it, mostly because there's these people, at least there were for me anyway, people in my life that I was like, I can, I'm so embarrassed and appalled about what I did. I don't ever want to see that person again, but they live in my town, you know? So what do I have to do? Like, oh my God, I'm in the store. There they are. Like, I got to get out of here. Um, you know, but the way that I can not have to do that anymore is make the amends. And then I don't have to cross the street when I see them coming and I don't have to worry about it anymore. And, and once you make the amends, it, all that stuff's gone. You know, all that darkness is gone. No matter how they take it, it doesn't really matter because it's out. It's out in the open and it's okay. And you can. It's not as scary as you thought it was going to be. No, no. We sure project scary. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thanks for doing these steps up to step nine with me. Sure. Thanks for staying awake for this one. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping well, but anyway, enough of that. So um, if you're out there and you're battling addiction for one, know that you're not alone. And we are just going over these 12 steps just because we thought that um, we might help somebody. And if you don't use 12 steps, that's okay. But um, we are not, we are not trying to overstep anybody's boundaries here. We're just giving you guys our opinions. These are just the opinions of JF and myself. These are not to be written in stone or anything, and it's what's worked for us. And if you can take one word or one thing to just help you get one more day of sobriety, that's all we really care about, right? That's right. That's absolutely right. That's it. That's yeah. it. We love everybody, right? We love everybody. Not all the time, but sometimes. We always love them. We always love them. We just always like them. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> Well, anyway, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in or for listening. And if you want to subscribe to my channel, you can subscribe to me on um, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or just go to my website at busylivingsober.com.
Well, busy living. I didn't know you had a website. Busy living sober. Busy living sober.com. I'm going to have to go see it sometime. I think you could come see it. There's information because we I do host a meeting. If anybody's interested in, in trying out a 12-step meeting, I do host a Zoom one every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that information is on my website under Morning Hope. Just I've never talked about that. But there, because we're talking about the steps, I thought I might as well talk about it. Sure. And um, please know, again, you're not alone. Reach out with questions or comments to busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-Y at B-U-S-Y, livingsober.com. And until next time. Keep getting busy, living sober. Sober! Got it! He got it! Yay! Thanks, honey. <laughs> okay, everybody, until next time, keep getting busy, living sober. Bye-bye.